What's up, bud? What's up? BJ, Boom, and Daryl bring to you Bud's Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. I'm Daryl, and this week is all about Daryl's dinghy. No, it's not. Okay, well, we're going to start the show with Daryl's dinghy. Are we? Yeah. The Daryl fucked up? No. Oh. I got a real Daryl's dinghy real quick. Okay. She's got a two. Two, two. <laughs> um, so, after I watched the uh, EMC, uh, or ENC show that Super Reese Foster was on the WWE Network. Yeah. And I watched the episode with uh, Shawn Michaels being the Dutch luchador or whatever. Right. Um, I realized it was inspired inspired by one Mil Mascaris. And right. I went and checked out said Mil Mascaris. And that dude was nice. awesome as shit. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Check it out, buds. He yeah. is he is like one of the three guys that basically invented Luchador. Like, okay. he's credited for it from what I was reading today. <clears throat> nice. And I watched a bunch of different matches with a bunch of other guys I've never heard of. But he was really entertaining, and mm-hmm. it seems like he was definitely an innovator um, nice. in making wrestling more of what modern wrestling is today. Um, so yeah, that's it. I just want to start okay. with Daryl's thing. Now we now, now now we can talk about now Daryl fucked up. Yeah, you can talk about how I fucked up. Uh, Daryl was upset because um, last week I won our fantasy wrestling uh, for the first time. You did. That's true. Um, which you guys won't get to hear about because Daryl was so upset that he dropped. And I have air quotes up right now. I know you buds can't see it, but he dropped uh, his hard drive and corrupted the files um, so that you guys wouldn't know that he lost. But joke's on him, because when we get into this week's, ha, little spoiler, I fucking won again. So, you actually won by more points than last week. I did too. I you, did. you only won by two points last week. Yeah, I won by two last week. and Or no, I won by seven last week, and I won by... Oh, that's right. It was 93 to 100 last week because yeah. we had the pay-per-view. Yep. And then this week was 40, what, 43 to 48? Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, I won by one last week. Yeah. But, so, that's two in a row. two last week. Yeah. Uh, what is this, week four? So, are we two and two? Yes. Two and so. two. So, so we are. One. one well, let's, uh, two, let's just go ahead and jump into all of it. Three. Um Let's talk about what was worth watching. No, this is week five. Okay, so, so you're I'm still three, three to two. Three to two. So, um, yeah, yeah, let's talk about what happened this week and what's worth watching. There's yeah, some, definitely. Uh, Monday Night Raw, there was some stuff that happened. It um, did. There was a uh, miracle on th- miracle 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 on Thirty Fourth Street street fight. Yeah, I don't know if they say street twice. It was just once. Just once. Either the either way, there's one of these on Christmas every year. We get it. I mean. Uh, we're used to it by now. Yeah, we expected. I mean, expect but right. this was one of the most fun, honestly. Yeah, it was. Like, it was a good way to start the show too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I mean, you started with ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Right. You can't go wrong with Elias. No, not right now. Never. He's over as shit. Over as Rover. Yeah, and more over than Rover. Well, yeah, more over. And I don't even know who Rover is. He makes Rover look like Runder. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the main event was alright. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Seth Rollins and mm-hmm. someone. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Yeah. And so that was okay. That was okay. There was some other uh, women's title match. Yeah. Natalia and Ronda. Uh, obviously Ronda. Won. Yeah, that was... Nah. Yeah. Whatever. I did see that this week that that was the planned Mania match. 
Um, I saw that. Actually, I might have even had that for a rumor, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. But I did see that, too, that mm-hmm. that was originally the plan. But then Becky got herself so fucking over that they kind of right. would be stupid not to have changed plans. <laughs> exactly. And and then, yeah, then the plan changed to that. And now there is, it's up in the air with Charlotte. Right. If she's going to be in it or not. I, st- I do think they should go fucking Brett Lex Luger. I think with the number of women that they have, if they're going to be forming a tag team division, there only needs to be one champion. Mm-hmm. So they need to have a fatal four-way unification at WrestleMania between Asuka, yeah. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But Oscar come in carrying the SmackDown. Ronda walks in carrying the Raw, right. and they get a new belt for the Unified, or maybe for the time being they just carry both of them, like right. Jericho did back at the original Unification of the Men's World Championship. I get it. Never happened. I know it's my fantasy booking, but yeah, that's what we do, man. I know, I know. But I've been thinking about that all day. Have you? Yeah. yeah. It, it, that, I mean, I like that scenario, but... Yeah, I know it's not going to happen, but it would no be sweet. way. Because uh, then I it just, would just diminish, in their eyes, it would diminish the women because the women would have less titles. I feel like, though, you know, 12 women don't need 17 championships between them. Like, right. 12 women can have the two. They can have... As long as they don't add a mid-card... One for a very long time. No, but you know what I'd like to see him do over in the men's division is get the belts back to like meaning something again. Kind of like, I mean, the WWE has a little bit of meaning to it. The Intercontinental yeah. seems to be the most important championship anymore these days. And in the my tag, opinion. And the tag. Um, other than, obviously, the women's. I was going to say, the SmackDown, the SmackDown tag. Yes. And the Intercontinental. Yes, yeah. and the Intercontinental. But what I would like to see is back in like... And the Cruiserweight, honestly. Yeah. I feel like the Cruiserweight is. I would like to I've see... Got, we've gotten some of the best matches. From the Cruiserweight with Cedric Alexander and Mustafa mm. Ali and Buddy Murphy in particular. Yeah. Those three guys can mm. have some great fucking... I mean, there's other great guys in that division, too. Fucking Tony Nese is awesome. Gallagher's really good. Yeah. Um, I feel like they do need some fresh water. They do. Yeah, 205 does. But it seems like... I don't know. They've been utilizing 205 on mm. the other shows lately. And, and I like that. I do, too. Giving them more I mean, I like her. I think. I, I love Ali getting moved up. I, I'm a big fan of his. He's fantastic. Um, I mean, he, him and Almas fucking rocked it again. Yeah, they had a great match week. on SmackDown that was fantastic. But I mean, you guys should check that out. <clears throat> it seems like they're putting Ali like right in the main event picture already. I mean, yeah, what I saw on SmackDown was pretty solid this week overall. Yeah. But yeah, that match in particular was fantastic. Was. I recommend that. I mean, he pinned, he's pinned the WWE fucking champion. Right. He wasn't there another know, really good match. On? Uh, I mean, Daniel Bryan had his promo this week. That was really good. Now, what was the match before the and AJ then, Styles and, um, and the tag match? No, not the tag match because the tag match was the four on four. Yeah, it was the U.S. Championship. Yeah, the Nakamura, Nakamura or now yeah. Nakamura, I guess. Right, and new on Rusev Day. Rusev. On Rusev Day, on Christmas Day. On Rusev's birthday. On his birthday. Like, fuck yeah. Of course he was going to win. It, it was destiny. The only way he could have lost that is if they would have been in Rusev's whole town. <coughs> yeah, it's true. So, there's that. Um, so. I didn't watch 205. 
So I can't either. really, you know, I haven't had time lately, but that'll start yeah. again after the first of the year. We'll be able to tell you. But honestly, it was probably worth watching just from the competitors that were on. Yeah. Uh, I did watch NXT. It was good. The women's match that started the show was a fatal four-way for the number one contendership mm-hmm. at TakeOver Phoenix, which corresponds with the Rumble in, in next month. Yep. And um, it was um, Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Io. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lacey Evans. Two uh, more. Bianca Belair. And uh, who was the last person in the match? Who am I missing? Uh, Dakota Kai? No. No? Uh-uh. Fuck. Who was it? I don't remember. Fuck. Well, it was... We suck. Ember yeah. Moon. Ember, no. Ember Moon was <laughs> on SmackDown or uh, Raw or whatever. Well, regardless, the match uh, was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, it started off a little a little awkward, and their timing seemed off on their spottage. Me and in there. Yeah, yeah, me and him, that's right. <clears throat> and, um, and I love that she wears a hat to the ring and says she's ablation. That's just fucking like... <laughs> it, it makes my day every time. Every yeah. fucking time. I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> that's classic. That's, I mean, that's my fetish. Anyways, um... No, their match was fantastic. Uh, Bianca Belair, the EST, walking away with the win. Yeah. And the number one contendership. Well, because... You wanna know why? She's undefeated. So far, undefeated. I think she picks up the win. <clears throat> you gotta keep going with this. Her momentum's too good. She's too good. Yeah, she's over with the you crowd. Need to they do that. they pop big for her entry. They yeah. pop big when she came in. Uh, I will say though, mm. for me, most impressive in the match was Lacey Evans, and yeah. she has continued to just get better and better and better. Like she's moving in a real. I mean, just six months ago, we were talking about how we didn't dig it, we weren't liking it. She's not that good, and now it's completely different. Like it she's is. busted her butt, she and she is ex- getting well. She she's not excellent, but she's almost excellent. She she's getting there really quick. I mean, she's better off than a lot of people that have come up too. I, I after seeing this match in particular, yeah. I feel a lot more confident about her chances mm-hmm. on the main roster. So yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't like the name of her finisher, but whatever. Right. I get it. And there's a lot of people that do like it, but yeah, she's starting to impress me. She's laid off the whiny. Yes. I'm a mom. I'm a blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, the hill gimmick suits her a lot better, yeah. and plus, like. Just go back and watch her entrance and pay attention to how she moves and her facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a star. Like, yeah. she's definitely a fucking star. Yeah. There's um, a lot of women on this roster. That, I mean, all four of these women. Yeah, all four of these women are stars. But, I mean, but, she's like... She could be Becky yeah. Lynch rivalry level at I mean, some yeah. point. So it could be Bianca, no, too. I was going to say, I think Bianca's... She's the big, the biggest star out mm-hmm. of those four women, I do believe. Um, I think the only thing that's going to prevent... Um, EO is, is her language, is the language barrier. Right. But she she speaks better than any of them that have come That's true. Before. That's true. That is true. So. Um, yeah, and then I didn't get to watch UK yet either. I'm still no. actually a handful of episodes behind because there's I've weeks that they do too, so. I only watched one episode. <laughs> it's, but, you know. It's hard, man. Whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's what you should watch yeah, this week. I think so. I mean, I watched a lot of, I watched some other stuff that's yeah. not modern because I'm. Right. Been more interested in nostalgia 
lately than modern wrestling. Yeah, that's where I was this week, too. What else did you watch? Uh, I watched uh, the May, I think, 27th or whatever, 96th episode of Monday Nitro, which is the one where Scott Hall debuted. But I watched it with what happened when with Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson as the alternate commentary because I'm still going through their archives. I'm still like 30 episodes behind or so. Right. Um, It's funny, too, because they're just starting in that last handful that I listened to to start promoting StarCast, which, you know, we went through three months ago. Right. Which is crazy because that seems like it was longer than three months ago. Nice. Because so much has happened in the last three months, but it was only three months ago. I know. That's in September. I know. It's crazy. And then I watched... um, Part of 1990 Capital Punishment WCW pay per view featuring Robocop. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was so horrible. And I watched an NXT match between Seth Rollins and yeah, uh, Antonio Cesaro. Antonio. And nice. then I watched all four of the new network shows the mm-hmm. uh, Xavier Woods arcade show, which was actually probably right. my least favorite of the four. Um,. The SmackDown Cooking Challenge, right. which is actually probably my favorite of the four new ones. I really like the Cooking That's what Challenge. I've heard of. It was I a heard lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to watch that one um, tonight. Yeah, they had, uh, like, Noel Foley was one of the judges, nice. and Alicia Fox was one of the chefs in the competition. Nice. And is it against. It's against. Uh, it's wrestler against wrestler. Wrestler against wrestler. Yeah, okay. it was. Oh, I don't remember. It was a male wrestler, but I don't remember who, honestly. Oh, okay. I have a shit memory. You know that. I know. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the new Botch Club, or I think Botch Club is yeah. what it is, with the Good Brothers. Right. Um, that was fucking the hilarious. The thing that's going to put Matthew out of uh, business. Maybe. I don't want to put him out of business. No, but, I know. Yeah. Um, no, it was good, too. Um, they did a nice, funny piece on the... Titus World Slide from the Greatest Royal nice. Rumble, which was really... Uh, I enjoyed it. I, was, I don't want to give it away, so I won't give yeah, it away. But yeah, let's just say Hornswoggle, <clears throat> and we'll leave it at that. Nice. And then... Uh, he's not there, though, but... So, yeah. Callback. Uh, ish. And, um... Uh... The last clip piece they show is, like, a Tough Enough Luke Gallows tryout. Oh, nice. And at one point... I am going to spoil this because it's so good, buds... He's doing, like, the crawl underneath, like, the bars through the yeah. sand or whatever, like the military crawl or whatever, mm-hmm. and he loses his shorts as he goes, so they're still back in the trap, and they're making him do push-ups, <coughs> and, like, all the other wrestlers are sitting around, like, looking at his penis and laughing at him and, and shit, nice. like, That's it was great. really funny, and Gallows had no clue, at least Kayfabe on the show had no clue right. that they were going to do it, and then, what was the last new show? What's the other one? Uh, Botch Club, The Cooking, The Arcade Challenge, and uh, Fashion Files, Files. the one you did watch, which was really good, too. It was. I really liked it. I'm not surprised. It was like like a longer version of what they were doing on Mm -hmm. Raw when they were doing SmackDown. Yeah, it was like, what, 15, 16 minutes? I think it was 16 minutes or so. Yeah, it wasn't super Um, long. It was like the length of a Planet Money. It was really good. I would love tons of more of these like all four of the shows actually were about 20 yeah. minutes or so which See, is like that. awesome because I can mm-hmm. watch it real quick in between doing things right. and I, you know I can spare 20 minutes here and there right I have to watch all four of them um yeah and even if you do binge watch all four of them that's an hour right exactly you're really. still less than two hours in 
Um, and um, yeah, but I listened. You know, but yeah, I would like oh, also listen. I was like, gonna say, I just want to say the finest fashion. Podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still going to that. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, but no, I think they should do more of those with like different mysteries that have happened throughout the history throughout the yeah. history of WWE. Right. Like, I don't know. Why did the Shockmaster fall? Or I can't think of. Why did WCW uh, right. decide to dress up John Tento, one of the greatest heels in the history of wrestling, as a fucking shark? Was it Benoit or Kevin Sullivan? Or... Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. No, it's Benoit mostly. Yeah, Anyways. But, here, but why did the Wikipedia I know. change from because, Stanford, Connecticut? Because people. <laughs> Just saying. Because people. Um, so, yeah. Fantasy stuff? Oh, yeah. Um... Well, oh no! Watched. I was gonna say I was gonna say oh, yeah. to finish out mine, not mm-hmm. watch, but of course I listened listen to the obligatory to ten hours of podcast, <laughs> including Ian C, Steve Austin, Chris Jericho. Yeah, I don't even remember who was on Austin. It might have been Duke, Duke the Dumpster Drossy. I don't remember. Right. Jericho, both Jerichos were good this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you listened to the first one. Yeah, I listened to the first one with Cornette, which, which was really, was good. really I'm good. I'm always a fan of when Cornette's I'm around. I'm a fan here. of Cornette when he's calm and speaking rationally. Yeah, when he's just talking. And he's a motherfucker! Right, when he's getting angry and all that. His voice I was all yeah. high-pitched and shit. Actually, I do like that for the entertainment value of it. But but he's not being constructive in anything no. he's saying. And that was what right. I enjoyed about it, is he actually gave a lot of constructive criticism. And, and I don't agree... Good. It's good, and I don't agree with all of it, no, but it's still good. It, but, but it's still good. There was still a lot of it I did agree with. I've always and agreed with him a lot, though. He's one of the yeah. best minds in the business. I mean, him, Pat Patterson, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Sullivan, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I get that. I mean, his main his main gripe is that they're killing kayfabe. Right. And... Which I get, it's just, you gotta, like, Hayfabe's been killed since McMahon came on TV and told us it was fake, right. which is what I'm, like, yeah. I didn't realize how faked it was until then. Right. Like, I, I thought they just faked the moves. Right. To not hurt each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that they knew who was gonna win the match. And I didn't know, like, the rivalries were storied. I thought these guys were really pissed off at each other. Oh, okay. And I, like, I, I didn't realize this until... Yeah. I mean, it was to the point, like, I mean, some of it, like, I knew they weren't, I knew they were friends backstage and right. stuff, but, like, when the curtain call happened and everybody's like, oh, it killed kayfabe, it didn't kill kayfabe for me, because I didn't know about the shit for another four or five years after that. Oh, yeah, at least, until right. they brought it up on TV. Because I wasn't getting, I didn't know about, you know, Dave Meltzer's Wrestling <laughs> Observer newsletter and shit. Well, yeah, because we were 11, 12, 13 years old, you know, at the time. Right. You know, I didn't know about any of that, you know, any of the dirt sheets or anything. Right. So, yeah, but yeah, it was it was good. Nice. Yeah, I watched, uh, I had some nostalgia stuff, too. I watched, I wanted to watch some Royal Rumble matches, because... Yeah, who doesn't like a good Royal Rumble? And it's coming up, and usually I watch most of them. I watch a handful before between, Rumble. Yeah, between the first and the... The last and the, two years in particular, though, I haven't started until after Wrestle Kingdom. Because I've watched Wrestle Kingdom the last two years now. Two years ago was my first foray in Wrestle Kingdom. I just did because I wanted to. Yeah. I usually don't start till after New Year either. It's usually my Twilight Zone marathon. And then. There you go. That's what I start watching. There you go. Um, But yeah, so I watched the 95 and 96. No, 94 and 95. Yeah. 95 was Sean's first win. 
Yeah, so 94 and 95. Because I watched... four was... Right, I watched... I'll let you go. I already brought it up once on this podcast. Did you? Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Bret Hart and Lex Luger yeah. at the same time. Yeah, because yep. '93 was Yokozuna. Right. I was thinking Yoko, but I'm like, no, no, because I'm like, Yoko no, was like Yoko the... wanted the year after Flair. Probably one of the bunnies okay. upstairs or troops. Well, it sounded like the door was being knocked on, oh. and it kind of scared me. I yeah. thought it was like the ghost or Jerbs. We don't have a ghost. Jerbs is as white as a ghost. Yeah, she's pretty pale. Yeah, yeah, she's sunlight. Yeah. Skin. So, uh, <laughs> going back to our uh, fantasy results, I guess we can get to those. Yeah, now. we're 21 minutes in and haven't even really started on it yet. So, That's yeah, fine. let's do it. We're just kind of going. You we're know. being us today. Yeah, we're for sure. We're just going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as we said, yeah, I won two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. Uh, <laughs> I still won three in a row. I stole the record. No, I know, but it's the most consecutive. I didn't. Yeah. Longest. Either way. So, most points by an individual this week? Yeah. Uh, There were three. I had two of them. Okay. With Bianca Belair Mm -hmm. and Rusev. Nice. So, um, and then you had. Also five with uh, Mustafa Ali. Nice. Had the benefit of being on two shows. Yes, that does help. Yeah, so. Try to. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. I was wrong. No, does that count? What? No. Do you think 205 to SmackDown? Are we counting that as a move up? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. And. I don't think we should because okay. he's still on 205. That's true. If he was only on SmackDown, I would say yes. Okay. Because we didn't do it with any of the others, but they're also still being featured on NXT. Right. That's true. I think once that stops... Right. I mean, NXT might be different. They might just still be featured there because it's already been recorded. It's true. I don't know. Because it had already been so, right, because I think this week was, <coughs> and plus no, they next week is the last of what's already been recorded, <coughs> and plus none of them debuted anyway. That's they could, true. They could debut all fucking six of them in the Rumble. That'd be neat, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd be alright with that. Just the Rumble's like this huge turning point where half the participants are from NXT. I'm just still kind of a little sad that we already know who Thirty's going to be in both Rumbles, and they're taking that from us. I. I know we're probably going to get shenanigans in the because of our truth, but I still... Yeah. I don't know. It's total shenanigans. So, BJ, who in our top ten picks, our first ten picks, did not score us any points this week? I don't have to swear to that. So, wait a second. Was Becky Lynch not on TV this week? No, just a video package. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no Becky Lynch for you, which was number one. Right. Alexa Bliss again. Yeah, well. And which I have a gripe. These fucking clickbait fucking people. I think it's uh, 
and if I'm wrong, I apologize, but I think it's called Wrestling CC on YouTube. Okay. Something like that. Not familiar with that one. For some reason, I get notifications from them on my YouTube. I don't know why they're on or how they're on. I'm going to figure it out one of these days. Mm -hmm. But their titles are so fucking clickbaity. Their, uh, Their title, their one article was Top WWE Star Loses Job. And... It had a picture of Alexa Bliss. So you assume it's Alexa Bliss. And yeah, and I'm like, what happened? No, it was Alexa uh-huh. Bliss. It was her getting fired from her being in charge of the women's division. Oh, her losing her kayfabe of, job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, go fuck in, yourself. In 2018, the era of kayfabe. Right. But it was like this, ur- it felt like this urgent goddamn message that she just got That's fired. That's as douchey as people who post mm-hmm. matches and don't even know who the fucking wrestlers yeah. are in the matches, so they label them wrong. It's fucking horseshit. Um, then so, for yours, then who in your top ten did not get you any points, BJ? Uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, Woo, Buddy Murphy, okay, The New Day, okay, yeah, that's it. Okay, and then who was your lowest pick to get you points this week? And then mine, of course. Uh, Natty again. Okay. It's been pretty consistent. Yeah, it has it's been. either been her or Noam Dar. Yeah, which is right. Both, you know. And then yours is... It was not Huxley this week. No. Uh, a little further up, actually. 44. Okay. Zach Gibson. That's the highest up it's been for me so far. Yeah. Dang. All right, anything else about fantasy stuff? I don't know what else. Uh, yeah, what else did we do? What else did we get? Um, oh, the breakdown per show. Yeah. That's what... Uh, That's where... This is where <clears throat> BJ got me this week was break. NXT for sure. Yeah. Um... So I had 13 on Raw to Daryl's 19. SmackDown, I had 9 to his 14. So, yeah, he keeps winning there. And then, but then... But then NXT comes along, and I had 14, and he had 2. So that was huge. Yeah. And then 205, he had 8, and I had... Or no, I had 8, and you had 5. And then UK, you had three, and I had four. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah. NXT did me in. NXT was definitely a killer. Yep. But that means next week you'll probably rebound because that happens. That's how NXT kind of seems to go. Because right. my guys will be on next week instead of your team. I'm hoping <clears throat> mine means at least Adam Cole and Pete Dunn. Uh, well, because we only saw half of Undisputed Era. That's true. Bobby so Fish hoping, was nowhere to be seen. Right. So I'm hoping next week we see all of them. Plus, I also have Ricochet wasn't on. Right. Uh, so that helps. I didn't have, like, anybody on. So. No, you had... Well, let's see. Where did you actually get your NXT points from? Yeah. Ciampa. Yeah, of course. That. that was a point. My, my hero's promo. From Ciampa and Mia Yim. Oh, that's right. From yeah, the from the Fatal 4-Way. Oh, Had some fun on the social media, but... Wait, she was actually your lowest. My bad. Oh, okay. 46. Gotcha. Two spots now. Yeah. She's been my lowest before, so... Yes, so she was your lowest, 46. Yeah, BJ and I had some fun on the Twitter this last night and this morning. And yeah, that was a good times. Chompa tweeted, you know, choose your heroes wisely, basically, and I posted mm-hmm. that BJ can attest that, you know, I have. Yeah. And he told me I should choose my heroes to be honorable men like Abe Lincoln. And then I suggested right. Abe Lincoln and Chompa should have a ladder match. 
Because they should. They should. For the NXT for Championship. The, for the championship. Or they should have happened honesty on a pole match. Yeah, one honest, of the two. Honesty on we a thought pole. about I, yeah. I came up with that just a minute ago. They'll have the honesty on a pole match first. Uh-huh. But there'll be some shenanigans with George Washington right. or, you know, <laughs> David Hasselhoff or some such. No, they have to be actual wrestlers. So like Luthez. Luthez or Dennis Rodman or, <laughs> or Dennis Rodman. Something. Carl and Malone. then Carl Malone, the mailman, comes in. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin Green. He wrestled in WCW. I know. Kills. I forgot he even existed as a person, let alone a wrestler. Because so. he was on that episode of Nitro. Him oh, and okay. Steve Mongo McMichael were teaming up to Fucking face Mongo. Rick Flair and Arn Anderson at whatever the next pay-per-view uh, was. You don't pick someone like Mongo to team up with somebody outside because they have to carry that person and Mongo needs carried. Like, that is just dumb. Mongo was never good. He was he was okay on commentary when they first brought him in. He carried a stupid little dog in his bag. Yeah. He was okay. Okay. I mean, it was better Passable. than By- where Byron Saxton was a couple years ago. Right. Or better than David Ortonga. Although, D- David Ortonga hasn't been that like awful this round here. No. He's not been himself. He's been I'd quieter. rather have Byron back. Me but... too. Me too. I like the Byron Graves relationship too much. Yeah, me too. Um, so I guess since I fucked up last week and we didn't mm-hmm. get to talk about TLC, well, we talked about it, you bugs didn't get here. Fucked up. Fucked up. Sorry. We're going to talk about it again. Not that it'll take long, but uh, TLC 2018. I'm yeah. going to run through the card, give you the winners, tell you who won. Uh, just to give the final scores for the... Uh, matches of who we wanted to win. Nine of BJ's 12 matches he chose correctly for the want. Mm-hmm. And eight of the 12 that I wanted to win won. No, that they satisfied my want nine out of 12 times. Yeah, that's what I guess I'm trying to say. And they satisfied my want eight out of 12 times. Makes it sound more sexual. Yes, it does. It's like taking all the trash. Um, and then for who we thought will win the match, yeah, we actually don't. tied at nine apiece. Yeah. It's 9 out of 12 we got right. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, so on the pre-show, started off with the Cruiserweight Championship with Buddy Murphy defending against Cedric Alexander, mm-hmm. and Buddy Murphy won that. You know what we could do? What's that? We could add a third way. Okay. This might be a little bit too much. We should just flip a coin. The 50-50. <laughs> right? We'll think about it for next season. Yeah. Let's add that for one of the thoughts for next season. There we go. Let us know what you think, bud. We'll give you the social media call-outs at the end of the episode. Um, so Buddy Murphy retained the Cruiserweight Championship, which hopefully means he's going to be moving on to a new rivalry to lead from now until Mania um, <clears throat> with somebody other than Cedric Alexander. I would have thought I'll leave, but he's apparently moving up, so I don't know what face you have coming next. Against Buddy? Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. I should turn it. Noam Dar. Maybe turn Hideo Tommy face? No. I like Hideo him too t- much as a human. Honestly, I hate to say it, but I think Tommy just needs to go back to Japan. I think his injury, yeah, was too much. He just, I, I, he doesn't, no. Um, and, yeah, so. Anyway, what other face do you have on 205 at the moment? Who's not Mustafa Ali and, and Cedric Alexander? Uh, Liam Nelson. Liam Neeson. Akira? Tazawa? Yeah, maybe. He's a former Cruiserweight champion, so he's got that going for him. Try to turn TJP backface? Nobody cares about TJP. No, but... 
Whoever it is, they've only got Tomania to build whoever it's going to be, most likely. Yeah. Um, after that, it was a guitar on a pole match between Elias and Bobby Lashley. Um, Elias got that, and we both won and said will, so we both got that right across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actual card starts off with the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge with R-Truth mm-hmm. and Carmella taking on Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Uh, we uh, both chose Truth and Carmella for the wants and the wills, and that's who won, so we got it. Cross the board again, sweep it. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships, one of the two best matches on the card. Uh, the Bar versus the Usos versus the New Day. We took the Bar across the board, and the Bar won. The Bar. This is a common theme here for us, BJ. Mm-hmm. After that, it was a TLC match between Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin. Um, this match involved a bunch of people who was not Braun Strowman beating Baron Corbin up with chairs. And then Braun Strowman pinning him with the boot over the chest. One, two, three. Mm -hmm. And we... I don't care what anyone says. That was fun. This was one of my misses. I actually thought Corbin was going to win it. Not want, but said he will. But he did not. So, Strowman did. So, there's that. There is that. Yeah. Yeah. That was shit. I mean, it was like five minutes for the whole segment or something. Right. Yeah. It's exactly what I wanted. I was I enjoyed it for them not being able to have a match. Yeah, it's right. what it needed to be. It was cheesy in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, tables match between Natalia and Ruby Riot. Natty Ice won. It was better um, than I expected. Yeah, BJ took uh, Riot as his want, and um, that was wrong. But we were right. Other than that, it was better. Um, what'd you think of the additional table with the Ruby Riot fat head on? That it was fun. That Ruby went through. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I saw it coming. Yeah. I think I said it, like, to myself when she pulled out the Jim Neidhart one. I was like, this is exactly how this ends, but yeah, it was still fun. I didn't know if it was going to be the ending, <clears throat> but I saw it coming. So I mean, I'm not, you know, we're both not huge Natty fans. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I really enjoy Ruby Riot. so. I liked her more in NXT, but yeah. Yeah, she's getting there, though. She's it's not her fault. It's not her no. fault. It's the way they, they no. book. Yeah. Like she's so. drawing on a mirror with lipstick. Oh, what a fucking riot. Not lipstick. Dear fucking right. God. Like that was, that horseshit yeah. is dumb. Now they're starting to move away from it. So they should cool. go like pillage or something. Yeah, they should do some pillaging. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, after that, it was Drew McIntyre taking on Finn Balor. We took McIntyre across the board. Finn yeah. Balor won. So fuck yeah. what we know. This has been a theme for a few weeks now. He's winning, 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 winning. Slowly making a name for himself. Hot. Hot, hot. He could win the Rumble. He could face Brock Lesnar. He could win the championship at Rumble. Wouldn't that be insane? WrestleMania. That would be fucking insane. It would be. It'd be the best. It would be awesome. Like, I'd be... I'd He'd be so it. fucking over. He would. Oh, he man. comes out in that demon gear right? in New York City. And, and beats Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, finally the rematch that he deserved. Yeah. Because he should have had a rematch against Brock forever. When he came back. So, yeah. Bullshit. I concur. Uh, the chairs match between Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio was next. Mm-hmm. Uh, this there was, was fun. There was a really fun spot where Rey Mysterio used a chair as a boogie board, slid underneath the bottom rope off of the apron and onto Randy Orton, who was laying on the ground at ringside. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. It's it one of the amazing. coolest spots I've ever seen with a yeah. chair in wrestling. Um, so kudos to Ray and his and mm-hmm. after all these years to still be able to yeah, come up with shit like that. Fucking forties and still doing this shit. 
I've yeah. been watching him do this since the 1990s. I know, since we were kids. Since mid-90s when I was a child. I didn't even have fucking pubes. My kids are the age now that I was-ish when I first started watching Rey Mysterio in the WCW. When he was still Rey Mysterio Jr. Back before Eric Bischoff took his mask off and then right. Vince as a genius put it back on him. Yeah. Ridiculous. You know how much money Vince has made off of those fucking masks? Those Rey Mysterio masks? Oh, a shit ton. Right. A shit ton. Right. More money than we'll ever see. And Eric time. Bischoff made everybody take their fucking masks off. Yeah. Man, I would have bought a Laparka mask back in the day. Fuck yeah. I'd Chairman buy, of the WCW. I'd buy, a green ma- I'd buy a green metal leak mask. I'd buy Why a Lindsay Dorado mask. Yeah. I think Lindsay Dorado has the coolest mask. Which one's the one with the big... I like the one with the big horn looking things. From back in the day? That was psychosis. No, like now. what's Isn't the one have like big horns or some shit? I don't know. Well, anyway, either way. Uh, Mysterio won that match. Yeah. Uh, we both wanted Orton, but said Mysterio would win it, so yeah. we knew who would win. Uh, you can't always get what you want. No. After that, it was the Raw Women's title. They give you what you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally they'll give you That's what you need. Song, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So Ronda versus Nia Jax, and um, yeah. Ronda won. Of course, we duh. took that across the board. Or right. duh. Hashtag duh. Um, yeah. If Ronda lost that title before WrestleMania, I would shit my pants. I might have too. Like, yeah, I don't really feel like shit. Just mess. I don't feel like doing it. It is so they better not do it. Right. Um. <laughs> after that, it was the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan defending against the phenomenal AJ Styles. We took Bryan across the board, and he won. Of course. Um. Yeah. We knew this was going to happen. It was too obvious. Yeah. Clue. Who? Who was it? Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Oh. For the championship. That's not the match I ever saw. <laughs> okay. I saw the new Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, that's right. The new Daniel yeah. Bryan. Whatever. It's, just, <laughs> it's dumb. It's like the new Rockers or the new Legion of Doom. Or no way, Legion of Doom no, is Legion of Doom. You have to the, say the new. The new Rock and Roll Express. Right, you have to say the new. And, you and the have new to Midnight Express. Every time or and the new Smoking over. Guns. Right. And the new Heart Foundation. Yeah. And Those are some of the most over. The new New Kids on the Block. Those are the most over fas- factions of all time. Bullshit. Um, after As that, the Intercontinental be. Championship was on the line between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in what was probably the most disappointing match on the card, in all honesty. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Dean won. I mean, we took that across the board. That was the obvious clue for that match, too. Right. But the match didn't make any sense. Seth sold stupid right. knee injury that just didn't make any sense no. in the context of the match whatsoever. He's just good at selling knee injuries, so that's what he chose to sell, I guess. I don't know. It was weird. It was out of place. The story was discombobulated because of it, and therefore there yeah. was no story, and I don't know. I guess I'm just a sucker for a good story in a wrestling match. I mean, to, well, I want to... Yeah, the story should match the story of the story. Yes. <laughs> like, that's Yeah. <laughs> I want the story of the match to match the story that led up to the match. Right. And, and instead, the they, with they sold a knee injury that had nothing to do with the buildup. And right. anyway, there was no knee injury leading up yeah. to this match. Like, I said this one on the podcast we lost, but yeah. They started with a lockup. This is a blood fucking feud. And, and they, they started, started with, with a lockup. lockup. It doesn't make any Fuckers. sense. But. They should have started off. The bell shouldn't have even rung. Uh-uh. They should have been at each other's throats. Right. 
Rollins should have either ran to the ring and Dean came out, like, and they should have met. Right? Like, right at the fucking. Who wall. came to the ring first? Do you remember? I don't know. It should have been Dean. I'm just saying, champion should go last, but Agreed. that doesn't mean anything. Agreed. Dean should. I think Dean did come down to the ring first. Yeah. And what should have happened is right about the time Seth started from the top part of the stage to the mm-hmm. actual ramp piece is yeah. where Dean should have pressed the A button on his Xbox controller to break out and yeah. ran up the ramp and attacked Seth up the ramp. And Seth sees him and runs down and then he mm-hmm. halfway down throwing fists at each other. Yeah. Fucking rolling around down the ramp with the... Uh, Intercontinental yeah. Championship still See, strapped I, around yeah. Seth's waist as they're brawling around on the floor. I think it should have been the other way. Dean comes down, he's starting in the ring, Seth's music hits, and he's at a full sprint right away. Just out the gate, full sprint towards the thing, because he was the one more pissed off at Dean. That's Dean true, because Dean it. turned this time, you're right. Yeah, because he's been chasing right. him for weeks. Yeah. He should have ran out of uh, gorilla position. All the way to the fucking ring, and just as something. Dean's the out story, of the, the the match should have continued ter- telling the story of a blood feud between two brothers, right. and one who tr- turned and traitor on the other, right? And it didn't. Instead, it told Seth Rollins hurt his knee part way through the match. Yeah, and then lost. No goddamn and then sense. lost. And then, however, redemption, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Oscar. Oscar took it. That's who he said would. I still wanted Becky, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Solid card. Probably, without a doubt, best top three pay-per-views of the year for WWE. Yeah, top three, no doubt. It was up there with Evolution and the Greatest Royal Rumble, in my opinion. Which is, God, that's sad. Those were the best three pay-per-views this year. I mean, yeah. I think, I still think Evolution was probably the best pay-per-view of the year. This was number two. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed, and then Greatest Royal Rumble was number three. Yeah. I concur 100% on that. That was, uh, so, was good stuff. What we will know is, uh, I mean, the next pay-per-view will obviously be the best pay-per-view of the year. Right, because it'll be the first year. one. That's true. And we got so, Wrestle Kingdom coming up Royal next Rumble. week, too. So We do, yeah. That'll be coming up. Uh, but before we get to that, we got to talk about J-E-double-F. Ha-ha, J-E-double-R-E-double-T. That's Jeff Jarrett. How long have we been doing this? Uh, 43 minutes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, number, what is it? 50, 80, 70, 73. Three. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who goes first. You. My match was from 2006 against Sting. Okay. And mine was, yeah, mine was like two months earlier than that or something. Mine was Jeff Jarrett versus Benoit. Uh, no, yours was before that. Huh? Mine was from 2006. Oh, 2006. That's right. Okay. I thought you said... Yours had to be way more than two months if Benoit was in it. Mean, <laughs> no. Way yeah. more. I thought you said 96. <laughs> no, 2006. 06. No, this was like 98 or some shit. I don't remember. This was... Dude, I watched this match like two two weeks ago. Right. And things have fucked up so much that we're just not getting to it. Again. Again. Um, Spend my days working was... hard on the go. The hands on the clock. <coughs> too slow. So this match was okay. With my baby okay. So anyway. Uh, I'm trying to remember anything about this match. 
Uh, I can't. I, re- I mean, I remember... I felt like Benoit was definitely the better wrestler. Jeff Jarrett was just more of a character. Not as, as good of a wrestler. Um... Yeah, but, I think it's true of Jeff Jarrett overall, though. Right. He was a better character. I mean, not saying yeah. not that I'm not saying he was bad in ring. I mean, he could hold his own. He right. could have a you know a solid match, but he wasn't anything spectacular. He was no Bret Hart, Seth Rollins, right. Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko <laughs> caliber in ring guy. Yeah, and that's why better than Hogan or the Ultimate Warrior. Right, and that's actually. why I put that. Like I put him. So, I do remember where I put him. I put him right behind uh, Ricky Morton. So, between Ricky Morton and Eddie Gilbert. You did. So, is where I put him. Because so I put him right he around would drop the down same place. To like 87. I put him kind of between uh, Eddie Gilbert and Kim Batera of mine. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, mine um, was from TNA. 2006 against okay. Sting. Um, the things I remember about the match. I like the six-sided ring. Uh, I kind of wish that Impact still had that going. I thought that was a nice, unique look to it that differentiated it from all the other wrestling products out there with mm-hmm. their four-sided rings. Um, I do wish Impact or somebody would bring that back. I like the six-sided I ring. Do. I always like the six-sided ring. I feel like there's ring. a lot of cool things you could do with it there is. Plus, my favorite, I think my favorite thing, most favorite thing is, is you could have, excuse me, a big six or eight man tag match, and the hard camera is not blocking, is not blocked by wrestlers because they can have them on those two outside corners. Right. And the whole other side of it's open, and you don't have people blocking the match, like in like Survivor Series matches and shit. Um, I agree with you on Jeff Jarrett with where he stands. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though for. Like, the Jeff Jarrett of my childhood is the Miz of my adulthood when it comes to wrestling. In that, in one way, in that I hated okay. him. I fucking hated him. Uh-huh. Fucking hated Jeff Jarrett. Like, every time he came on the fucking TV, I, like, just literally would get so pissed off and wanted to change the fucking channel. Right. That was his job. It was. He was a heel. And he was a damn good fucking heel. Mm-hmm. And then it was the same thing when I got back into wrestling. And I'm like, I hate this fucker, The Miz. I'm so tired of the fucking Miz and hearing from the fucking Miz who thinks he's so fucking awesome. <laughs> and you're just like, dude, he's a heel. That's his job. And I'm like, dude, I fucking love this guy. I get yeah. it. I didn't even think about that. Right. But you're right. Yeah. And that's the Jeff Jarrett that, of my childhood. The I ones, fucking hated Jeff Jarrett yeah. as a kid. The ones that can legitimately get you to hate them. Doesn't I don't, I mean, not like, not legit hate, but... You know what I mean. Like, you actually much, feel anger. I though. feel angry just because this person's on TV. Right. Like, that's it. Right. And the thing is, I don't even know when it started, because if you remember, he had all those vignettes before he came in where he's walking around Nashville talking about yeah. what he's going to take. I love those fucking vignettes. Oh, I do too. And then he showed up and I fucking hate him. Yeah. And that was the idea. I mean, yeah, I get that part of it. So. See, I'm putting him in the same place. He's going to be right mm-hmm. around Eddie Gilbert's level one for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. News and rumors? News and rumors, then translate, right? Yeah. All right. News and rumors. Mm-hmm. I don't have much. I'm just going to kind of... It was a slow week again. It it's was. Christmas. It was, yeah, it was WWE Christmas. was pre-taped. I mean... Right. 
I got a couple of things, but it's not much either. Most uh, of mine's from always, always from the Observer. CBS Sports has picked their wrestler of the year. I didn't see this. Who'd they no. pick? Becky Lynch. It's not surprising. It's who no. they should be? It is. She's. I mean, I know it's just been what four months, five months, but it was enough to be wrestler of the year. Enough to because it's been it's been huge. Like she's once people see. She shouldn't leave SmackDown. That's the problem. They need her to stay on for Fox. Fox. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, she's good. She uh, she's the shit. She was also um, WWE voted their number one moment on Raw. Was, I saw that when the man comes around. Yeah, was when she came, you know, for ten minutes and got her nose broke and her face. No, her face broke. Right. Or whatever. Her face. Um, and broke her yeah. face. Says when the man came around for 10 minutes and destroyed their champion, give me all the titles, especially yours, Ronnie. I still love that she calls her Ronnie. Ronnie, me too. She, uh, so good. Earlier today, I we were getting ready for the podcast. I just got the notification from Twitter. Posted a gif of her holding the women's championship up and saying, tell me you don't miss this site already. I like I mean, it because mm-hmm. I do. That's 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 Champa esque. Like you know what I mean? That tweet type. I could see him. Uh, I could see him tweeting the exact same kind of thing when he loses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when he, whenever he eventually. I, I'm assuming exactly. he's going to hold that until the main take over at this at point. At least. At least. Because I think at that point they do something with him and Gargano together again. Mania. Yeah, because it seems like that's where they're headed. Mania, title versus title. Something. Because uh, that was another thing I had. Champa has been tweeting that he thinks Gargano should go for the North American Championship. Uh, I I had that. Yeah, yeah. did you? Yeah, of course I did. It's Champa too. (laughs) Obviously. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Like... Those two, yeah, get finally get together. They both titles at the end of Phoenix, right? And then something happens in between Phoenix, and they feud again, right? Or they no, you know what? It needs to finish in Brooklyn or in Chicago. Yeah, it needs to finish in Chicago. That would be sweet. Where it started, where yeah. it began. So Mania is not the blow off. Well, I mean, I think they team back up after Mania or something. No, and I think they, they team back up. Again. They team back up now through Mania. They clash and the turn again, happens and it and leads to the blow off. And the next yeah. time they're in Chicago, right? To give them that Chicago to the Chicago to Chicago. God damn. Yeah. A two Anybody who year. says you can't do long term storytelling and wrestling anymore exactly. is full of fucking shit. Exactly, they are. I hope that's what this new change gives us in in the real WWE. Not, I don't want to say real. The main roster. Is, is there Sammy Zayn was on Chris Jericho's podcast last week. Yes. It was good so. overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple things I didn't like was... I did not like him saying that... Basically saying you can't do long-term storytelling and people should quit crapping on the WWE for yeah. it because then I watch NXT and you keep, you've done the story for over a fucking year but then you're mm-hmm. trying to tell me you can't do long story. Long-term storytelling. Yeah, you can, because you fucking are. The other thing I didn't like was him 
he didn't say it, but he was kind of implying that we don't have a we shouldn't have an opinion on what they're doing. Right. If it wasn't for us, you wouldn't be where you fucking are. Right. Because it's our money that pays for all this shit. That why their stocks through the fucking roof, and why exactly. Fox is all is not it's not the fucking casuals. It's right. us that spend our money on your fucking shirts and mm-hmm. your t- tickets and your fucking network month after month after month. Right. And Gladly pay my nine ninety nine too, because right. I the, love the network. The That's the Snickers. best thing the WWE's probably right. ever fucking done is the network. Oh, yeah. Ever. And the Snickers when I'm hungry because. WWE taught me that I need to eat Snickers. Right, and Kaboom Box when I need music because they taught me about the Kaboom Box. And Ico Pro when I need Ico Pro. Right. Because I need Ico Pro. And Stridex when my face breaks out. Yeah. Wasn't it Stridex? Wasn't that those wipes, the circle wipes that we had when we were kids? It was just alcohol that burnt your face. (laughs) (laughs) And tried it out like a motherfucker. (laughs) Right. You didn't have zits, bitch. Your face is so dry, your skin's falling off. You look like you're sunburned in the winter because your face. My mom bought me those once, and I used like three of them, and never used it. It's like I'd rather have the fucking zits. Yeah, I don't even break out that bad. It's not. Worth I didn't it. either. But like, until I started shaving, so... I didn't break out that bad. I know. That's when I, I started quit. breaking. That's why I quit shaving. Honest, one of the reasons. Yeah. All right, what else you got for us, BJ? Um, hmm. I know it was a slow week this week. Let's see. Oh, we didn't talk about. McManta Claus. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that was probably the best part of the week. Was he was announcing the greatest of all time? Yeah. John Cena. Right. John Cena is going to be returning to SmackDown and Raw. And Raw. Did they say? Yeah. Raw? Yeah, okay. he said Raw and SmackDown. Okay. Because um, he's a free agent still. Yeah. Obviously. He's uh, not. But it, it was just debuting on SmackDown. Yeah. On New right. Year's right. Eve or day. day. Or Whatever. It's day. New Year's Eve's Monday. New yeah, Year's right. Day is Tuesday. Um, um, he kept getting his beard and mustache combination for right. a Santa costume in his mouth and having to spit it out. And then yeah. he just got sick of it and took it off at the end, which it was fucking hilarious. It Go was. back and watch that, buds. That and, might have been the best part of SmackDown. And they have announced the WWE or that there will be women's tag team championships. It kind of felt like just kind of blown off, though. I do yeah. like that it's not Stephanie announcing it for once. Um, and her little let's bring all the girls in the ring to hug I'm glad they didn't announce it as a new like we've never done this before this has never happened before because they have had women champions tag team champions before but they're it was a long time ago but they had them it was just kind of like here you go we know you want this it's time Um, while we're on the topic Mm -hmm. apparently Vince McMahon has put out the word that from this point forward John Cena is to be referred to as the greatest of all time I mean he is ish him and Flair I mean that's just to count championships. To me, there's more to being great in the business than being the champion 16 times. Well, if that's the case, then I think it's Cena. I think he did more for a business for the business in the most downtime that the business has ever been in. I was actually just gonna say that I feel like he's one of three guys that kept mm-hmm. the business afloat at one of the worst three time frames in the business. Yeah. And I can't speak for the first one because I wasn't alive and most right. of it wasn't video recorded. So there's no right. evidence of the, the breakdown in the 60s and mm-hmm. early 70s before yeah. it started building back up in the 80s. Right. And I know, like, they oversaturated mm-hmm. it on TV in the 50s. It mm-hmm. crashed. 
they oversaturated it in the 90s and 2000s, but in a different way. Right. It bottomed out eventually. Mm-hmm. And they're oversaturating it again. Ratings are dropping. Surprise, surprise. Right. History's repeating itself. So let's, hasn't see, let's see who our hero is going to be this time around. Save us, Stone Cold. Save well, that's us. why Vince McMahon's back on. He thinks yeah. it's him. He thinks he's the solution. I mean, he's a temporary solution. Except he's not, he because they didn't be... even get a boost. Raw went down no, again. It's Christmas. 1.7. It's Christmas. I get that, but... I know, but it's Christmas. Like, I think 1.7 is actually pretty good for Christmas. I'm actually... I think what what's impressive is that was Christmas Eve, and I know right, more Christmas people Eve. are going to watch right. on Christmas than Christmas Eve, but right. SmackDown did a 1.9. Yeah. I think that's impressive for Christmas Day night. It is. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I will say I think the best decision I've made mm-hmm. in Q4 2018 as far as life decisions go was to quit watching Raw every week. Yeah. That's been the smartest thing I've done. I've gotten mm-hmm. so much, like I've enjoyed so much more other activities in those three hours than right. watching Raw. It's been fucking awesome. What I've been I've been coming home and I've been doing stuff until I don't want to do stuff anymore and then I'll turn on Raw for like an hour okay. and then go to bed. Fair enough. And that's all I've been watching. I don't watching. Even do that. I'll uh, watch something nostalgic or I'll watch YouTube or something. Right. I've been playing Minecraft on Mondays for... Oh, nice. I, I've like been trying to usually get started around 6 or so. And, mm. I, you know, obviously I take a break because I like to eat dinner with my wife. I don't want to be some loser sitting in front of my computer by myself eating my dinner. I'd rather, you know, eat with my wife. And that's usually when we catch up on the day and shit these days right. is when we eat. Um, but anyways... Uh, it's just one of those things I like doing, you know. But yeah, I've been trying to get some Minecraft in on Mondays because it's the best shot I have to work on, you know, put solid, like, hours into a project. I almost finished my new gold farm. It's supposed to do, like, 140,000 experience an hour, which is fucking ridiculous. Right. But that's beside the point. What else you got for us? I don't know. That's it. Okay. Um... So, just a couple fun little numbers here from some recent house shows. WWE did their traditional post-Christmas house show at Madison Square Garden, which drew 11,900 fans, which is the smallest they've done in in years and years and years and years, which kind of sucks because that's one of their most important live events of the year as far as a revenue standpoint for the company. Uh, They also recently did a live event at the Allstate Arena in Chicago, one of their other big drawing fans. This show Mm -hmm. usually draws about 10,000 or so people. Right. Six. Six thousand people. Yeah. Um, They got to prove some stuff to us. Yeah. um, And then the word is now that the reason all of a sudden Kenny Omega has kind of just disappeared from... Basically every appearance anywhere whatsoever all of a sudden leaning into Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, 13 was because he anticipates most of the questions are going to be about his future mm-hmm. and oh, he yeah. wants to be focused on now and right. his match at Wrestle Kingdom. Right. So he didn't and he He's also didn't want shit everything. getting twisted in social media and shit so he <laughs> just decided to say nothing to nobody and be done yeah. with it. It's a good call. Agreed. Focus on your... Um, and we brought up the other two I had, so that's actually all I had as well. Oddly Not enough. Much. Yeah. So, uh, Buzz, we got a new Google Translate for you. Yeah. Um, so what I did this week is I actually took three pretty famous promos and translated them. Um, I forgot to document the, the languages I went between. 
Um, but because these are so lengthy this week, BJ's going to help us out. He's going to read the promo as the original wrestler stated it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the best translation I could find on the internet of it. It may be off by a word or so here or there, but as close as I can get it. I also try to clean up any stuff as well. So you read number one, and then I read the A where it's indented and tabbed in. So you start with, you know, every man's yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you do two, and I read A, and you do three. I get that. Yeah. I'm just, okay. Right. You'll just have to tell me when the promos break up, because it's only three different promos, right? Oh, yeah. Um, the last one's broken up into parts. Yeah, three, four, and five right. are, are the, the same promo, one. right? Okay. One and two are singles, and then the rest <clears> of okay. them are the last promo. This one is... A little sad. A little sad. We'll get through it once together. Was, it was given by the uh, Ultimate Warrior the, what, day after, two day, three, two or three days. Three days after he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't remember if that one was the on day Friday before or he Saturday. Died. <clears throat> yeah, the day before he died. It's like he knew. He did. He knew. Uh, every man's heart one day beats his final beat. His lungs breathe a final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the pul- blood pulse through the body of others and makes them bleed deeper and something larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized. So what I did was I took and I typed that out and I put it into Google Translate and I translated it to just say, for example, like Hebrew. And then I took the Hebrew translation and copied and pasted it back in and translated that from Hebrew into, say, like Spanish. And vice versa, you know, on and on into Japanese and to... Javanese and then back to English right. to get a funny translation. So here, and I don't remember, I forgot to document Comic what Sans I did. Whatever it is, yeah. right? Times New Roman. Yeah. So here's how this one comes out Every man's heart clears the end of the day. His lungs breathe the last breath. The man made a corpse through the body of others who made his life and makes them larger than life. Its essence and his spirit will not be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, what he did. That was his thing. It is. I know. And I happen to do that pretty decently, so that's probably my best wrestler impression of anything is my (laughs) ultimate warrior snarl. All right. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's my Uh, claim to fame. The second one. Yes. Is, uh, (laughs) Senor, uh, Ham Cubes. Ham Cubes. Uh, Ham Cubes and his brother's school board. That's what they're. That's what Tony calls them on. Okay. I, God damn it! I don't even know what that means, and it's ridiculous. Um, Rick Steiner is now in, uh, in charge of school or what president or okay. principal, whatever. So they call him school board. Right. And Scott owns a Shoney's in right. Agworth, Georgia, and they at one mm-hmm. point made a uh-huh. joke about him refilling the ham cubes at Shoney's <laughs> oh, okay. or some such. So, so that I call yeah, ham cubes. Ham cubes and school board. Okay. Right. <laughs> wow. Um, and then we get this classic promo. So yeah, classic promo from TNA. <laughs> you know what they say, that all men are created equal. But you look at me, and you look at Simone Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally, if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got 50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beat me. Then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. 
your chances of winning drastic go down. See the three-way at sacrifice? You got a 33 and a third chance of winning, but I, I got a 66 and two-third chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, so Mojo, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one -on -one and then add 66 and two-third percents, I got 141 and two-third chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they sell spell disaster for you at sacrifice. That's still one of my favorite promos ever. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> Here's the translation. They say that you are all equally made, but you see me, Samoa Joe. You can see that report is not true. See, if you go with each other with a wrestler, you have a chance to win 50-50, but I'm a genetic pro and I'm not normal. So 25% I got, the best thing that hit me. Then you have to add to the Kurt Angle blend, the hardest success. Kurt Angle, Kenos, could not hit me and he had a 33 and one-third winning opportunity, but I got the chance to win 66 and two-thirds. As you see, three-way of sacrifice, because he will not even try. So, Samo Joe, if you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an 8 and one-third chance to win the sacrifice, but you could win me 75% if we had one with each other, then I added 66, two-thirds to the cent, and I got 141 and two-thirds chance at Chiropathies. Joe, look, numbers do not lie. They spell you to sacrifice the sacrifice. <laughs> I still think the Samo Joe is my favorite. Samo like, Joe. I like, but I'm a genetic pro. And, and I'm, I'm not normal. normal. <laughs> yeah. So 25%, I got the best thing that hit me. That's a good one, too. Yeah. All, right. All right. So the next three, I broke up because it's a really yeah. long promo. Yeah, so yeah, I once I started reading, I read the first sentence and I know exactly why and what it was. It's such a long promo, so, you have yeah, to. Yeah, it... it Best known as the Pipe Bomb, CM Punk. Uh, I mean, it, when actually looking back at it, it was kind of the first big change in a while. I mean, it's led it to where it is. Yeah. Daniel Bryan wouldn't have been where he was. AJ Styles, I don't think, would be where he was. If, I don't think AJ Styles would have ever come into the company probably without not. this promo. So, I mean, Punk did what he did. Punk's kind of like, I mean, if you're religious out there, guys, I'm sorry, but like Punk's kind of like Jesus. In a way. He sacrificed himself for the betterment. It's too bad he had to turn himself into a douchebag in the process from the way it seems, but... He did. He's fucking over all of his friends and not even talking right. to him. He is an asshole, but he's... But he's, a martyr nonetheless. Right, exactly. Um, so anyway. <clears throat> yeah, so it's in three parts. Here's part one. John Cena... While you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your cha WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most, of, most people in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass. You're as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't even—I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne, though. He's a pretty good, pretty good kisser. Always was and still is. Whoops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. 
So, translation for that, John Cena, when you're there, you can be embarrassed, and I want to hear what you say. Before I leave your WWE Championship in three weeks, I want to extinguish my chest because you have a lot of reasons and you want to digest it. I do not hate you, John. I hate you. I'm just like you. I'm like a hell of a lot more than I like most people again. I hate this idea that you are the best, because you do not. I am the best. I am the best in the world. I will not let one thing. It's the kiss of Vince McMahon's donkey. Hulk Hogan is as good as you kiss wins, Gaz. I do not know if you're a good Dobby. He's a nice, nice ass. Has always been and still has. Oops, I break the fourth wall. <laughs> Sounds like the Iron Sheik was trying to do. It was, like, it started out <laughs> like a, uh, a bratty teenage girl. Yes, and then, and then it, it broke down through. into, like, an Iron Sheik promo. Right. Oops, I break the fourth wall. <laughs> I break the fourth wall, jabroni. <laughs> like, I break you. I break you. I break the fourth wall like I break your back, jabroni. <laughs> okay, part Speaking two. Speaking of break, or yeah. Uh, I am the best wrestler in the world. I've been the best ever since day one when I walked into this company. And I've been vilified and hated since that day. Because Paul Heyman saw something in me that nobody else wanted to admit. To admit. That's right. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else was a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar. And he split just like I'm splitting. But the biggest difference between me God, and Brock... Right. But the biggest biggest difference between me and Brock is I'm going to leave with the WWE Championship. I gra- grabbed so many of Vincent K. McMahon's brass rings that it's finally dawned on me that they're just that. They're completely imaginary. The only thing that's real is me and the fact that day in and day out for almost six years, I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. Nobody can touch me. True. Mm -hmm. At that time, especially. Yeah. All right. Translation. I'm the best wrestler in the world. When I entered this company, I was a good day. From that day onwards, I was shattered and hated because Paul Heyman saw me. No one wanted to accept me. That's right. I'm a Paul Heyman boy. You're a Paul Heyman boy who is different? Prog Lesnar? He split as I was divided. But the biggest difference between me and Black is that I'm going to leave the WWE Championship. Vincent K., I'm holding McMahon's brass rings. Finally, as for me, they are absolutely fantasy. The real thing is that in the day and day, for nearly six years, I have proven to everybody in the world that I'm the best in this microphone, even in the ring, even in the commentary. Nobody should touch me. <laughs> Nobody should touch me. Nobody should touch me. Especially not another wrestler. No. All right, no. and part three in the longest part. I should have probably broke this into two. But probably, but it's all right. I all right. got this. It's all right, good boy. We got this. Yeah, we got this. At least it isn't you saying all of it. Yeah, that would time. suck. It would be so much. Yeah. That was so much. Mm-hmm. All right. And yet... That's what she said. And, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and yet, no matter how many times I prove it, I'm not on your lovely little collector cups. I'm not on the cover of the program. I'm barely promoted. I don't even get to be in movies. I'm certainly not on any crappy show on the USA Network, not on the pet poster of WrestleMania, I'm not on the signature that's produced at the start of the show, not on Conan O'Brien, I'm not on Jimmy Fallon, but the matter of fact is I should be, and trust me, this isn't sour grapes, but the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. Oh hey, let me get something straight. 
Those of you who are cheering me right now, you are as bigger. You are just as big a part of me leaving as anything else because you're the ones who are sipping on those collector cups right now. You're the ones that buy those programs that my face isn't on the cover of. And then at five in the morning at the airport, you to try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and try to sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to go get a real job. I'm leaving with the WWE Championship on July 17th. And hell, who knows? Maybe I'll go defend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Hey Cole Cabana, how you doing? The reason I'm leaving is you people. Me people. Right? Because, yes, right? Because after I'm gone... Or sexist. I'm a bitch. And he's not wrong. But because, because after I'm gone... You're still going to pour money into this company. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's just going to keep turning, and I understand that. Vince McMahon is going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? Because he surrounds himself with glad-handed, nonsensical douchebag, fucking yes-men, like John Laurinaitis. It was censored, but... Yeah, uh, I meant to type, delete that and type it out when I copy and paste it and I forgot. Right. So, fuck it. Uh, yes, man. Like, John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that <laughs> maybe... The, and I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon is dead. But the fact is, it's going to be taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law <laughs> and the rest of the stupid family. Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon, all right? We do this whole anti-bullying campaign. That's where they cut, that's where they cut the mic. Uh, I do want to... to there you go. I do want to stress that I actually tried to find a non-slang word for doofus because uh-huh. Translate doesn't do well with slang. Right. I failed to find an equal word uh, uh-huh. that I like, so I just left it with doofus. Nice. So here's the translation for the last part, buds. <clears throat> Yet how many times I prove it, I'm not your cute little collector cup. I'm not on the cover of the project. I was very encouraged. I do not want to be in movies. I'm not sure of any cheating in the U.S. network. I'm not in the WrestleMania poster. That was R-E-S-T-L-E-Y-M-A-N-E, WrestleMania poster. Nice. I'm not in the signature produced at the start of the show. I'm not on Conan O'Brien. I'm not Jimmy Ballin. But the matter is true, I should be. Believe me, it's not sour great, but since Dwayne is in the main event in WrestleMania next year, I'm not feeling well. Oh, let me get one straight. You are now encouraging me, and you leave me something else? You're now sipping on that collector cup. That's what you buy those programs that are not on my face cover. Then at 5 in the morning at the airport, you're trying to hit my face, so you can try to sell it on an autograph and eBay because you're lazy to go for a real job. I leave the WWE Championship on July 17th. And in hell, who knows? Maybe I'll go with it to protect it from the New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'm going back to respecting the ring. Hey, Gold Cabana, how are you doing? You're the reason I leave. Because I'm gone, you're still going to pour money on this company. I talk to the wheel. The wheel starts to... (laughs) Sorry, no one got me. I talk to the wheel. I got through all this until that one. I talk to the wheel. The wheel starts to turn, and I understand that. Vince McMahon himself is going to earn money. He is a millionaire to be a billionaire. Do you know why he is not a billionaire? He is happy, stupid, precise, bold. Yes, 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 like John Laurinaitis. He tells him everything he wants to hear, and I'm dead this company, Vince McMahon. But in fact, 
It is to be taken away from his stupid daughter and his doofus nephew with the rest of his stupid family. Can you tell a personal story about Vince McMahon? We do this anti-protest campaign. There you go. And now you know the rest of the story. That's okay. I like these. Um, yeah, so that was... It's funny to look I back... I spoke to the wheel. Well, it's also funny just to look back at this promo and see how much he's fucking right, though. Yeah. Like, it's... I mean, it's all true. And look how different things are now. They're, they are, but they aren't. Uh, yeah, and the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. He's still a millionaire that should be a billionaire. No, he's a billionaire now. Is he finally a billionaire? Again, yeah. Good, good he was him. a billionaire. Right, and then he and was. Then he lost a lot. But then he sold a lot of his stock. That's right. right. And now he is again. So, yeah, so we're going to wrap things up here. We're talking about The Great Muda, number 72. 72. And your match was first again. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what I remember about this match was, well, hold on, who was it? The Great Muda versus The Great Kabuki. Yep. Um, this was a New Japan match from the early 90s. Uh, it was, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and very violent. But the problem Those was, two guys, I bet, especially in Japan. Yeah, super violent, super... I mean, there was blood within the first couple of minutes. That doesn't surprise me. Um, the thing was, was it was a no-disqualification match. Very nice. And the way they got each other to bleed was biting each other's foreheads. Oh, okay. And that's the way they bled. So, right on. That's a good way to go um, about it. The only thing I didn't like, like, what I didn't like was it was a really violent match, like, both of them bleeding all over the fucking place, and the finish was Muda getting disqualified because he used a chair. And a no disqualification match. No, it wasn't it was oh. it was a normal match. Oh, okay. It's just the fact that it was I mean, it was this big blood. They did all this other stuff and there's blood and everywhere and then he used a chair and he gets disqualified. Right. That's stupid. That is right. stupid. So it was like um what was it? In the uh the women's fatal four way on NXT for the number one contendership. Mm-hmm. The ref started to do a five count when I think Lacey had somebody back in the corner and was beating up on her. I'm like, it's a fatal four way. It's no disqualification by nature. You can't disqualify her. Right. There's no five count in the corner, ref. Get your fucking rules right, goddammit. I, I don't even work there and I know how to do your job. Some bitch. He's in training. He's in NXT. I can let yeah. it slide, I guess. Uh, my great mood of match was against Sting. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where Where's yeah. he fall on your list? Yeah, that's what, yeah. And then actually, I guess, even more importantly for me, mm-hmm. this guy's a legend of my childhood who you're not really familiar with. No, I'm not. So, But I really enjoyed it. I think there's definitely... I'd like to watch more. Um, honestly, I think you'd be a big Great Mooda fan. I think you'd like the Great Mooda. But honestly... Like, he's at 72. Right. I'd probably put him at... 74. Yeah. I AJ can... Styles is better. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yep. And I think I don't... Like Pat Patterson, maybe. That's I was kind of thinking that, too. He, he's gonna be, he's on Pat Patterson's right. level. With right. Me, like right. He's either before or after Pat Patterson. Hey, he's on Pat Patterson's level, in my yeah. opinion. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, my great moon match was against Sting. Um... Got some mist. Always appreciate the mist from Muda. So I've watched tons of his matches, but that's because back in those days, WCW and New Japan worked together a lot. 
And so there was constantly New Japan guys showing up at WCW. So that's how I learned about some of these guys like right. uh, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger mm-hmm. and uh, Muda is a great example. And Kabuki right. as well, too. I learned about him from WCW, right. too. Um, it's actually kind of funny to think how full circle it went that as a kid I appreciated all these Japanese guys and then kind of forgot Japanese wrestling existed and now as an adult in the last really mm-hmm. two years like really gotten yeah, back into it. Sure. I mean, I was into it before that mainly because of the Young Bucks when they kind of got into Japan it started to get my attention. Right. But, I mean, it was really, you know, two it years was ago, two years ago yeah. was when we started because I watched that Wrestle Kingdom two years ago and then kind of got really into it after that. Right. I've been hearing a lot of good stuff, so... Yeah, um, yeah, which is coming up real soon. Yeah, it'll be the Friday after this releases, so yeah. less than a week, buds. It'll be out. But yeah, let's uh, let's start wrapping up here. I guess let's shut down yeah. the shop. Next well, week we're going to talk about number seventy-one, right? Ron Simmons. Yeah, he's going to be right around Pat Patterson's okay. sometime. I was just making sure. So next week we're going to watch a Ron Simmons match. Yeah, Ron Simmons. We'll try to recalibrate or um, Farouk for you WWE friends, and then yeah, we want to yeah. recalibrate our list as we're right. through another twenty now. Yep. Well, we reviewed 10, 10, and, and now we have 20 available to relist, and then we're right. going to lock the bottom 10 of those into place, so that'll put 100 through 81 locked in, and then we'll start yep. trudging through the 60s. So that's coming next week, along with all the normal fantasy stuff, our normal right. news and rumors. Uh, we'll probably have a Google Translate and a couple other segments for you, buds. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start talking about some things and sharing some thoughts and ideas for Season 2, which will start after WrestleMania, as right. you buds know. We'll be uh, continuing with yeah our thingy thingy. What's it called? Our fantasy. Our fantasy. Uh, I guess the I mean the plan is we will redraft after after the rumble. rumble. Yep. So we'll be doing a redraft after the rumble. That'll be coming. Yeah. So look forward to all that, buds, and let us know what else you'd like to hear us talk about, or if there's yeah. any uh, matches maybe of Ron Simmons specifically you want us to talk about and check out. Send them our way, and we'll watch that for our matches and. You know, whatever, you can hit me up, or hit us up at yes. BudsWW on Twitter, or email at the Gmail. I'm at D-A-R-R-E-L-L, ha-ha, underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. And I'm at B2004, that's B-W-E-J-2-0-0-4. Make sure to leave us a comment and a five-star review wherever right. you get your podcasts from. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, podcast, podcast. 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 Yep, and until next time, guys, that's BJ over there. That's Daryl over there. Peace out, buds. See you. Bye.